Hello and welcome to Is This a Safe Space? I am your hostess with the most and fearless leader, Ashley. If you are new here, there are three things you should know about me. Recent widow, solo dolo mom, badass bitch. Hello and welcome to the Thunderdome. No, I'm just kidding. So this episode is going to be a little different tonight. We're going to talk about TV shows. We're going to talk about some... some pop culture things, we're going to talk about some things that are going on with celebrities, some things are just going on in the world, and my opinion on all of that, you know, this this is very, very different. I don't think I've ever talked about, like, TV shows (laughs) or anything like that on here, or talked about, like, celebrities or anything like that. I'll have to go back and listen to some old episodes. I think that, you know, I pretty much try to stick to, like, my real life, or my opinion on, like, real life things when I do my podcast, but there are like four main things that are on my mind that I just wanted to get off my chest and talk to you guys about. And again, I think I've mentioned this on other episodes. If you guys want to like have a conversation with me about stuff, um, my handles on Instagram are Ashley underscore young 87. We can have a discussion. You guys can follow me on there. My page is not private. It's my business page for my Mary Kay business. Um, friend request me on a friend request follow me on there also my twitter handle is smash underscore box underscore 20 do not ask (laughs) my husband used to call me that so it became my twitter handle you guys can follow me on there and we can have discussions about um my podcast episode or we could just be friends you know i'm all for meeting new people and getting to know people. I would eventually like to know people all over the world. That is a, that's on my bucket list. That's something fun that I want to do before I die. Anyway, (laughs) Um, so let's jump right on in. I recently celebrated my 35th birthday. My birthday was on April 3rd. Hello. Um, 35 does not feel any different than 34. Psych, I'm lying. Yes, it does. Um, How do I feel about 35, y'all? I mean, I feel good about 35, especially considering I never thought I was so depressed when I was younger, like high school and early 20s, that I wasn't sure if I would see, you know, my 30s. I certainly never thought about like 35. And I got to be honest, it probably wasn't until I started having children that I started to think about my future. Um, But yeah, so 35 does feel a little different. Um, I'm happy that I've made it to 35, you know, universe willing, spirit willing, God willing, divine willing, um, goddess willing. I have, you know, 50 more years left. Like I could do this for another 50 to 60 years. If you ask me, I I love life. Um, it it sucks sometimes, but I love life. And, you know, if it was up to me, I, I, I'd live forever. Um, I'm a little, uh, that's, the, that's the good part of being 35. Like, I never thought I'd see 35. You know, I'm glad I'm seeing 35. I want to see many, 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 many more years. Um, the sad part about turning 35 is my husband is not here. And, you know, I just never pictured my life without my husband I figured at 35 we'd be not 
shouldn't say like settling down, but do you get what I'm like at 35, we're done having our children. We'd be settled into our routine. We'd be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I felt like at 35, life would like slow down a little bit. The hustle and bustle of life would slow down a little bit. Um, But with his death, it's like the hustle and bustle of my life, I feel like it's just now picking up, child. Um, But yeah, so that's the sad part of 35. Also, what's kind of sad about 35 is that I always told myself that I wasn't going to have any more children um, once I turned 35. So not that I want more children. I have three. (laughs) But just, like, even the possibility of me having more children, you know, is slim to none. Um, At this point, if I met a man who didn't, the only way I'd be having a baby at this point is if I met a man who didn't have any kids and he wanted one of his own. But, um, you know, and it's sad to think that, you know, if my husband was still here, we would be talking about, well, do we want one more? You know, I'm 35. If I got pregnant right now, I could have the baby by the time I'm 36. And, you know, it makes me sad to know that, like, I'll never have another baby with Joel. And that's the sad part of 35. But the part of 35 that I am most focused on is life. And I kind of feel like my life is really just getting started because the fog of being sad about Joel, the initial sadness of Joel is starting to wear off a little bit. Um, coming up on the two-year mark of his death in June. And I finally am starting to feel like I can, you know, figure out who I am, enjoy life again. Also, you know, with the COVID stuff being lifted and, you know, all of that, I feel like I can go out, which, speaking of going out, child, I went to Vegas with my sister for my birthday. Ew, ew, ew. Um, (laughs) that was so much fun. You guys, I hadn't been on a vacation in like 10 plus years. It had been so long since I'd been on a vacation. I can't even remember the last vacation I went on. Like, yeah, I've gone to Detroit a couple times, like taken a few days off work and gone to Detroit, um, to visit family. Cause like, that's where I'm from originally, but vacation. Anybody who tells you that going to visit their family is a vacation is a bold-faced liar. Because when you go visit your family, you're so busy ripping and running in the streets trying to make sure you see everybody that you don't even get a chance to relax. So going to visit family is not a fucking vacation. And whoever says it's a vacation is a fucking liar. So anyway, I went to Vegas with my sister. Hold on, I'm going to cough. I'm so sorry. I hate to be coughing in y'all ear, but I have got to get this podcast done. I cannot wait until I feel better because I'm just dragging it out at this point. Um, I went, we went on April 1st. My birthday was the third. We went on April 1st and we were back home by the 5th. Um, It was just so much fun. And y'all, when I tell y'all, we really didn't even like do a whole lot. Like we were back in the hotel room by like midnight every, every night, sometimes earlier. But um, it was still like so much fucking fun because I wasn't responsible for anybody except me. My kids were here. They were with my mom. They were safe. Everybody was happy. And I was only responsible for myself. 
we went to a Thunder from Down Under show, you know, one of those like Magic Mike style shows. It was so much fun. I got my, I got my ass smacked. I got a hug. I kissed this boy that smacked my ass. I kissed him on his shoulder when he hugged me. I was like, yes, I'm trying to take you back home with me, honey. There's plenty of clubs you can dance at where I'm at, where I live, where I stay. Um, I was so excited. It was so much fun. We got drunk. We smoked some weed. It was just, it was a good time. It was a really, really, really good time. And it was just nice to like wake up whenever I felt like it, go to bed whenever I felt like it. Um, and just kind of like bond with my sister in a, um, I've always been close with my sister, don't get me wrong, but like, it was, it was nice to bond with her in like a grown woman way. Like she'll be 23 this year. And yeah, she's still, you know, she's significantly younger than me, 12 years to be exact. (laughs) Um, but it was nice to bond with her on like a grown woman level. It, It wasn't just like big sister, little sister. It was woman to woman, you know what I'm saying? She's talking to me about what's going on in her life and, you know, and I'm talking to her about what's going on in my life and, you know, we're talking to each other about our dreams and our aspirations and our goals and it was just a lot of fun and we laughed so hard and we laughed so much and she had, she had so much fun at the Magic Mike show because I really, because my sister doesn't really like that kind of stuff. But she like loved it, but like in a corny way. She liked it so much that when when her and her friend go to Vegas um, for their birthday later on this year, she wants to take her friend to the show. Like she's so excited to take her to the show. Um, also, I think we would have been able to do more and have, not that we didn't have fun, but we would have had more fun if we both hadn't been on our periods. <laughs> like we both, and I was like, we have got to plan this out better next time because we were both so tired because we were on our cycle that like we were okay with not doing anything and we still had like a good uh, like we just had a good time just walking around people watching going to fat tuesday getting drinks getting food she had never been to in and out burger um i took her to in and out burger it was it was just fun it was so relaxing but anyway so yes a girl your girl is 35 and she celebrated in vegas and you know i told y'all that i wanted to tell y'all about my shenanigans so those are my vegas shenanigans didn't really get into too much i really was hoping that i was gonna meet a vegas bay but i didn't Ooh, but the bartender at this place called dirt dog dirt dog is this elote place that is owned by snoop dog the bartender at dirt dog if you guys ever go to vegas <laughs> He was so cute. And I don't know his name. And I usually am not a girl or a woman that is attracted to face tattoos. (laughs) He was cute, cute. And he had gauges in his ear. I was like, you are my kind of white boy. Okay. And he gave me a free shot for my birthday. And he was talking to us. And yeah, he was was cute, cute. I enjoyed him. I wanted him to be my Vegas bae. But, you know, I don't know if I'm really ready for a bae. Even if it's a bay that lives across the country. But anyway, that was Vegas. So much fun. Okay. Let's get into what I, other things I want to talk to y'all about. First thing I want to talk to y'all about is Bridgerton. (laughs) And I know you guys are probably like, why is she talking about TV shows? She never talks about TV shows in her podcast. Me and my best friend stayed up literally all night until four o'clock in the morning and finished the whole second season of Bridgerton in one go. And I enjoyed this season so much more than the first season. I don't know if I have any Bridgerton fans 
that listen to my podcast, but the second season was just better to me. And don't get me wrong, I loved Simon and Daphne from the first season. The first season is the reason why I love Bridgerton so much and I can't wait for the next season. I'm so glad that like Shonda Rhimes and God, I can't think of the other guy's name. The the guy that's making the show in Shonda Rhimes. I am, God, that's gonna bug me. I cannot think of his name. I'm so glad that they made a TV show. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so I'm so happy that they turned these books into a show. But I wasn't as pressed about the first season as I was the second season because when I first saw the trailer for Bridgerton, I was like, mm, I'm probably not going to watch this because even though I am a romance novel girl, I am not a historical romance novel girl. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch this. I can't get into the historical. I like contemporary. I like I like contemporary romance novels. I like something that that can relate to my, my time right now. Um, but my best friend, <laughs> she was like, you have to watch this show. It's so good. I can't believe you don't watch this show. You love romance and you're such like a romance. You're a girl. You're such a sap. You're such a hopeless romantic. How are you not watching this show? And I was like, fine. I'll watch it. Child, I ain't bit more watch that show. It took her coming over to my house and turning the show on and hijacking the remote and being like, no, we're going to watch this for me to watch it. Watched it, fell in love. Now, there's these all these debates going on on social media about, you know, oh my God, first season was so much better. Oh my God, the second season was so much better. I have got to say that my opinion on the second season or on the show is that the second season was better than the first season. I love Simon. I love Daphne. I love their story. But there was something, first of all, I love an enemies to lovers story, just like I love a friends to lovers story. Um, I love that. The second season of Bridgerton was just so, was grown. It was grown lady loving. That's one of my, I like, I say that. I say that about things that are like grown and sexy. This season of Bridgerton was just grown lady loving. There was some, the first season, because of Daphne's naivete about marriage and sex, it was like puppy love. I know it was love. I know it was real love. But because she was so naive about so many things, it's like it was puppy love at the same time. Like, so that's why I feel like 18 year old Ashley would have loved the first season more than the second season. 35 year old Ashley loves the second season over the first season. Hold on, I'm about to cough. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, the second season was just grown and sexy. And I enjoyed it just so much more. I found, um, I just, I, I liked, I liked Kate and Anthony's relationship more than Daphne and Simon's. Don't get, I, I loved their relationship. I just liked Kate and Anthony's more. And I can't wait for the next book. I think the next book is about Benedict. So I'm excited about that. And of course, I can't wait to see Colin because I'm pretty sure it's going to be Colin and Penn and it's going to be a friends to lovers thing and I'm, I'm excited about seeing that. I can't wait to see all the stories honestly. I'm very excited about Eloise's story too because 
that girl, <laughs> she has no interest in getting married. So I'm just, I want to see what guy, you know, can wrangle her. I'm very excited about that. So that's Bridgerton. The next thing I want to talk to y'all about is the slap heard around the Oscars. Okay. <laughs> I know this was so long ago and I know people are sick of hearing it, but I just have to voice my opinion. And I really, truly do believe that my opinion is controversial. Um, okay, let's, let me just jump into it. Okay. Was Chris Rock wrong for the joke? Yes. In the time and the era of protect black women, he was wrong for the joke. You know, black women are very sensitive about our hair. As a black man, he knows (laughs) that black women are very sensitive about their hair. And it was just a cheap shot, you know? Like it was, it was like, it was easy. It was late. It was a lazy joke. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have done better. There were other people in the audience that he could have insulted. And I feel like to go after a black woman about her hair, whether he know, whether he knew or didn't know that she has alopecia, you know, to go after a black woman about her hair was a cheap shot. So should he have told the joke? No. Was Will Smith wrong to slap him? Yes. Who do I think is at fault here? <laughs> Jada is a problem. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Jada is the problem. I think Jada is toxic. I really, really, truly, truly do. Not that my opinion matters. Not that anybody cared. Not that anybody's asked me about my opinion. But shit, that ain't never stopped me from sharing my opinion. Um, I think Jada's the problem. I think that Jada has broken Will's spirit so much over the years that he lost his cool because this was just another instance of somebody talking about his wife. All these other instances of everybody talking about his wife and and him and their marriage over the last several years. Um, I think that she's just broken his spirit. I really do. Can you imagine being with someone who, if you watch Red Table Talk, it seems like she makes everything his fault. Or the way she words things can make him, I could see how it could make him feel like it's his fault. Um, imagine being married to somebody who seems hung up on a ghost. This is a woman who acts like she is still in love with Tupac. Um, I could not imagine having to deal with that or to feel like I have to compete with a ghost. Um, this is a woman who You know, her ex-lover came out and said that they were a couple or that they were together. And instead of just letting the story die, she comes out and does a whole Red Table Talk episode about it, embarrassing her husband. 
Facebook. So you bet you 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 embarrass him all over the world because Facebook is everywhere. Red Table Talk is everywhere because it's on Facebook. And I just feel like that slap was really meant for her. I feel like that was years of Will holding in anger and sadness and resentment. And he couldn't take it anymore and he took it out on the wrong person. I think that Jada is the problem. I think that she is toxic. Um, And she was in full agreement with whatever Will was going to go up on that stage and do. She came after like um, like a week after the slap. A week after the slap she came out and said, I am not a woman who needs protecting. Um, And Will overreacted. Why in that instance did you not try to stop him? She did not say his name. She didn't grab his arm. She didn't, she didn't do anything. She didn't follow him up on the stage. She didn't clear her throat real hard to try and get his attention. She made sure to get his attention to let him know I didn't like that fucking joke. But she did not make sure that she got his attention and said, do not go up on that stage and do whatever it is that you're thinking about doing. You know, I'm about to cough. Hold on. You know, saw when I was married and I saw that my husband was about to do something stupid, whether I would, whether I wanted him to do the stupid thing or not, I did everything in my power to try to stop him from doing something stupid. You know, Joel one time almost got into a fight with this guy at the at the supermarket, and I had to pull him away and be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, get in the car. This is dumb. Like, stop being an asshole. Like, yeah, he's being an asshole, but let him be an asshole. Let's go. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I tried to stop him." So, in my opinion, Jada was in full agreement with whatever Will was going to do when he got up on that stage. It was just like when Solange and Jay-Z and Beyonce were all in the elevator together and Beyonce wasn't doing nothing to stop Solange from beating up on Jay-Z. That's because Beyonce was in full agreement with whatever Solange was beating up Jay-Z for. She felt like Jay-Z deserved it. So, she wasn't going to do it herself but she wasn't about to stop her sister from doing it. And I feel like that's what Jada did. Jada was in agreement with whatever Will was going to do when he got up on that stage. Jada agreed with it because she did not try to stop it. I just feel like Jada is the problem. And I hate saying that, you know what I'm saying? Because as a black woman, I hate saying that another black woman is the problem, but she's the problem. She is the problem. And now... I'm sorry because this is because of her. It's her. Will is a band <laughs> from the Oscars for what, 10 years? I read on Twitter, and I don't know how, I don't know if it's true, but I read on Twitter that like all of his projects are on hold because of what he did in honor of her come out a week later and act like I don't need to be protected I don't know why he did that I don't need to be protected bitch where was that energy 
crazy when he was going up on stage. About a week later and say, you don't, you're not a woman that needs protecting. Are you fucking kidding me? Another thing that I didn't understand. Had my husband got up on stage and slapped the piss out of another grown ass man, whether it was in my honor or not, I would have got up and left. I don't care where we at. The Oscars, I don't care where we at. We could be at the Oscars. We could be at the BET Awards. We could be at his 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 grandmother's cookout. If you embarrass me, I'm leaving. Because it's one thing you won't do, and that's have me looking stupid in these streets. You will not embarrass me. So, my opinion, controversial or not controversial, I think that Jada is the problem. I think Jada is the problem. And if I, th- I think that if that man's career is forever ruined by what he did in honor of her, he needs to leave her. I'm sick of it. I've been saying he needed to leave her ever since the August Alcina shit came out. Because, and everybody wants to be like, oh, well, you know, Will Smith, they got an open relationship, blah, blah, blah. Okay, they, whether they have an open relationship or not, because they have been, they've been saying for years they have an open relationship. They've even gone as far as to say that Will Smith is bisexual and that he has a boyfriend on the side. Um, whether Will Smith has a boyfriend on, this, on the side or a girlfriend on the side, whoever he is screwing on the side knows how to play their position. Because you don't never hear no shit about the boyfriend or the girlfriend on the side. Nobody has ever come out and said, oh yeah, I'm fucking Will Smith. That he, I'm his, I'm his side, I'm his side piece. Because whoever he got on the side is smart enough to play their role. Silent. Even get with a man that, with a nigga that was smart enough to play his position. Quiet about it. her side pieces right you know why August Alcina did that and why I feel like August Alcina did that it's because August Alcina was a ch- basically a child compared to her she took advantage of a child I'm sorry but anytime I don't care how old he is that she met that boy through her son because he was her son's friend so he's a child he's a child he should be a child to you if I meet um, if I meet a man I don't care how old he is if I meet a man through one of my kids, oh honey, you one of the kids now. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> you could be 30. If I met you through my children because you are my my child's friend, you one of my you're one of my kids. That's how I'm always gonna be you. I'm never gonna see you as a grown man. You one of the kids. Go on in there and play. So that's just my opinion on that. I'm a dead dad because that was like two weeks ago at this point but I had to get that out because I just I felt there weren't enough people saying this was Jada's fault so I was like let me get on my podcast and say what I gotta say because there just wasn't enough people saying this is Jada's fault but it is um now about her being a narcissist I have no idea I'm not a um I'm not a licensed psychologist so I don't have the right or the tools or the education to say that she is a narcissist, but there are a lot of people out there that are saying she is. So I just think she's toxic. And I think he needs to get as far away from her as possible. Um, the next thing I want to talk about. Don't know if you guys heard about it. And 
honestly, I can't even think of the man's name. I'm not even sure if I know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to pull my computer up because I'm doing the podcast on my phone. I'm going to pull my computer up and see if I can try to find his name. I don't think that I, I don't think that I am going to be able to pronounce it though. But, um, did you guys hear about black man that was killed very recently? Hold on. I think his name, I don't know why, but I want to say his name was Christian. And he was dating this white woman, and the white woman is rich. She's got, like, an OnlyFans, or she's a model, or something. Her name her name is Courtney, Courtney Taylor, and his name, I'm pretty sure he's African. Um, his name looks African. Um, his last name. Okay, so his name is Christian. Yeah, I cannot pronounce his last name. Um, his name was Christian and her, her name was, her name is Courtney. And apparently she like brutally murdered him, stabbed him and she hasn't been arrested or anything like that. It seems like she's not going to get any justice. Okay. His brother came out and kind of like did this like plea to social media for social media or the community, the black community, to come together and um, get justice for his brother. Now, his brother said, Christian, the deceased, said nice things a few years ago about black women on his social media. And I've seen a few people who have, um, I've seen a few people who have said that we shouldn't hold against him what he said about, there was one Instagram personality and she said, oh my God if you guys, you guys are being way too harsh holding, holding words that he said or something that he said, you know, seven years ago against him. I can only imagine what y'all would think of me if y'all pulled up stuff that I said seven years ago, um, on my social media. Excuse me. I'm sorry. And while I get where she's coming from, you know, I, I still, I don't, I hope he gets justice, but I will not, I will not be fighting. I will not be signing petitions. I will not be hashtag, hashtag saying his name. I won't be doing any of that, any of that. I think the old tweets that he said that the people pulled up was he was saying he was like, he tweeted that he's offended anytime somebody thinks that because just because he's black, he dates the black woman. Um, he thinks he's tweeted how he thinks that black women are loud. He said he tweeted about how white white women's titties are better than black women's titties. Um, you know, some pretty ignorant things, childish things. 
And while I understand where the Instagram personality that was saying, you know, don't hold things that he said in his past against him, while I understand where she's coming from, he meant what he said in those old tweets, whether they were in his past or not, he meant what he said. You know how I know he meant what he said? Because he was dating a white woman at the time he was murdered. A white woman murdered him. His white girlfriend murdered him. That's how I know that he was standing 10 toes in what the fuck he said all those years ago about how he prefers white over black. Because had he said the shit seven years ago and was dating a... Excuse me, I'm about to cough. (coughs) Had he said the shit seven years ago and was dating a black woman like okay he was stupid young dumb you know inexperienced ignorant you know i could i could have looked the other way but the fact that he said the shit 7 years ago and is dating or was dating a white woman in present tense oh you meant that shit my nigga you meant that shit <laughs> you meant it gotta tell you I am really 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 getting so tired of black men in the black community bashing black women here's the thing black women do not give a fuck about who black men want to date all we want you to do is keep our names out of y'all you don't have to bash us in order to justify why you date outside of black women. We don't care. Just stop talking about us. Y'all say that y'all hate us and yet we live in y'all heads rent free. You can't tell me. I have not come across a black man yet that can tell me why he specifically dates Asians or why he specifically dates white or why he specifically dates Hispanic. I have not come across a man that specifically dates non-black women. Tell me why he dates them without bashing black women. Oh, I date white women because, you know, they attitudes not as fucked up as black women. Or I date Asian women because, you know, they're more submissive than black women. They listen. They gonna do what I say. Excuse me. It's never. That's who I fell in love with. It's it's never that. It's never, you know, oh, well, I don't discriminate. I kind of just date who I find attractive. And, you know, this, I just happened to fall in love with, you know, a Korean woman, you know, or I just happened to fall in love with a Guatemalan woman or a Peruvian woman or a Puerto Rican woman or a, 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 a Pakistani woman, whatever. It's never never that it's always oh well you know I don't say black women because they do this this that and the third so I stick with white women or I stick with Hispanic women or I stick with Asian women it's 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 all you always bad you it's always comes with the reason why y'all we're always the reason why y'all don't date us like it's not fair I am so tired of that narrative sick of it it just and it comes from and we and the thing about it is we actually have nothing to do with why you don't date black women. The reason why black men don't date black women is because black women don't put up with y'all bullshit. The issue. 
notice that the men that date, the black men that date white women are usually rejects. The reason why they date black, non-black women is because black women don't want them. But they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about how they weren't good enough for black women. So we cast them aside and now they date white women. Instead of saying, oh, well, you know, black women don't want to put up with my bullshit, but white women do. So that's why I'm over here. They blame us. That, that and that that really is it, it comes from this place of self-hatred and of y'all want y'all want to be able to have some of them not all of them but some of I'm talking about the ones that bash black women about why they date their preferences those are the those are the black men that I'm talking about it, it to me it comes from a place of self-hatred and it comes from a place of I want to be able to do what the fuck I want to do and not get called out of. It comes from a place of not wanting to be held accountable. It really does. It comes and it, it, it does. The reason why I'm saying that is because this young man, God bless the dead, may his soul rest in peace. He bashed black women, the very women that he comes from, he bashed black women on social media, talking about how white women are so much better, just to end up dying at the hands of the women that he loves so much. And now his brother is in the black community asking us for our fucking help. The audacity, the gumption, the gall, the fucking nerve. How dare you? and ask us to help his your brother's murderer get some kind of justice your brother didn't like us don't want our help honey you better go out there and find the white women that love to date black men and you better find the black men that love to date white women they can help your cause i and 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 i know it sounds insensitive i know it sounds insensitive but i really don't give a fuck about it sounding insensitive because what black women are not going to continue to tolerate is y'all using us when y'all need us and bashing us when y'all don't we're not taking that shit off off y'all no more i hope she gets arrested i do I hope she's brought to some kind of justice, but I'm not about to help y'all. This not this is not black women's fight. It is not our fight. We are sitting this one out. And I am so glad that so many of us are waking up to the fact that, oh, well, we don't have to do this just because you black. Just because this is a black man and we love black men. We love the men who love us. We protect the men that, that love us. So if you don't love us, you ain't got no love for us. You ain't got no respect for us. You can't even you you can't even be decent to us. You act like you can't even fucking you barely fucking tolerating us. We don't have to deal with you just because you black. No, ma'am. No, sir. We're not doing it. And I'm so glad we've stopped. I, I, I need it to end. I need it to end. I need the narrative about black women to end that we are just, we don't submit and we are attitudes fucked up. And I need that narrative to stop because it's not true. 
And I need men in our community who don't like us. I need y'all to stop calling on us when it's time to rally. I need y'all to stop calling on us when it's time to march. Because what ends up happening is we are out here on the front line. We hashtag saying his name. We sign in petitions. Some of us are out here marching in y'all name just for y'all to not date us. Just for y'all to not like us. Just for y'all to bash us. Just for y'all to disrespect us. And we're not doing it anymore. I am so glad, I am so glad that Black women are finally being like, oh no, I protect who protects me. black community act like we just supposed to blindly protect y'all oh hell no 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 i ain't blind i'm not blindly protected no goddamn body if i know you got my back i'm gonna protect you but if i know you don't like me just because you black not doing it but again like I said God bless the dead may his soul rest in peace and I hope she is brought to justice but I'm not helping I'm gonna sit this one out I, 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 and it's above me now like it's above me now that's it Woo. So this is the longest episode I've done, child. I think that the only episode that was this long that I've done was probably the one about um, Joel's death. I think that was a long one. But I had a lot (laughs) to get off of my chest. And I'm glad you guys are still here, still rocking with me. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And let's see, am I up to any more shenanigans in the near future? I just might be. I think I might get into some things this weekend with my best friend. And if anything happens, I will be back on the line with y'all next week to let y'all know if my shenanigans were shenanigans. All right. It's been real. I love y'all so much. I hope you guys have a, a wonderful Wednesday night. And I will see you next time. Bye.